0: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. As Georgia students head back to college this month, a large portion will be taking on loans to help cover costs, all while the field of Democratic presidential candidates campaign on free higher ed or loan forgiveness plans and opponents argue about what those will cost. Nearly 43 million Americans have some student loan debt, with at least 1.5 million of those living in Georgia. I'm joined this morning by Sean Keenan, a freelance journalist who's been researching the price of higher education in Georgia, and he wrote about it for Atlanta Magazine. Sean, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Some million and a half people in Georgia with some student debt. Around 14% of the state. How much are we looking at?
1: So that number, uh, this is no small potatoes we're talking about. That's $58.7 billion. We're, we're talking nearly $60 billion.
0: So help us picture that number.
1: Um, so this might be a bit of an unorthodox comparison, uh, but that amount of money could create, could build 37 Mercedes-Benz stadiums, which... All Atlantans know is just this colossus of architecture, and it kind of helps put into perspective how much money we're talking about is on the the shoulders of students as they get degrees. Imagine what they could accomplish if they weren't saddled with this kind of uh, burden.
0: Well, from your research, what's the average amount of debt a Georgia student has
1: after earning a degree? It's more than $27,000, $27,736 to be exact.
0: Does that amount look different when looking at public institutions or private higher ed institutions?
1: Yes, uh, private schools... typically graduate students with a bit higher student loan debt. That's $29,508, uh, whereas public schools, at, at least as far as the, the five public and five private schools that we analyzed, uh, public schools see students graduate with $25,963 in debt.
0: Still a lot of money. Student loans in Georgia got national attention when Morehouse commencement speaker Robert Smith made an incredible pledge to graduates.
1: On behalf of the eight generations of my family who have been in this country we're going to put a little fuel in your bus now i've got the alumni over there and this is the challenge to you alumni this is my class 2019 <laughs> and my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans
0: Whoa. News of Smith's promise to pay off student loans of the entire class spread like wildfire and stirred up a lot of conversations about the far-reaching effects of student loan debt, something you just alluded to. Here's Seth Frottman. He's from the Student Borrower Protection Center speaking to CBS News. As a society, we don't really understand the true impact that this debt is having, not only on individual households, but also on larger society. So we see things like student debt impacts people's ability to buy a house safe for retirement, what career they could enter. We see people with student loan debt actually make less over the course of their lives. They can't go into the careers they want. But I think where this really gets really scary is we're starting to see how student debt is driving income inequality, racial inequality, because we're creating the haves and the have-nots in American society, and that is being filled out by those who are forced to take on student debt
1: to get an advanced degree.
0: Seth, you, Sean, rather, you spoke with some of the recipients of the Morehouse grant. Did Smith's gift change their plans for the future?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Obviously, we don't uh, any longer live in a time where you can work a summer job and pay for a semester of college. Um, I actually reported on Robert F. Smith's gift for The New York Times, and I interviewed a a smart young man named John Cooper. And he told me he was $98,000 in debt after he left college. Now that he's been relieved of that burden, he's able to apply to bigger, badder, more expensive law schools. And, you know, it just paints a picture of what other students can accomplish uh, with with a similar uh, gift. Um, You know, you could you could buy a house, you could take out a car loan, uh, you could take risks, make adventures.
0: Well, besides setting the bar very high for future commencement speakers, that was a tremendous gift. But one student, $98,000, how much is this going to cost Robert Smith altogether?
1: So the highest estimate we've seen is around $40 million. And that's, that's definitely um, probably higher than the reality because that, uh, with a graduating class of 396 students, would mean each one had about hundred grand in uh, student loan debt. Um, and it's unlikely that each student is actually carrying that much, but it definitely provides some perspective as to how much these students are, are uh, weighed down by.
0: On our Facebook group, GBB Radio's on Second Thought. We asked if Georgians are paying too much for student loans, and Lisa Covington replied, yes, we pay taxes for the wrong things. The middle class is taxed literally to death. We need in-state tuition, Medicare for all. You know, so she went on, but I wanted to just get to the part about tuition. What about the idea of putting tax money towards free education like so many other countries do?
1: I'm. I'm not sure. I'm prepared to talk about putting tax money towards uh, education. This is uh, we, we uh, with the Atlanta magazine piece, broadly looked at uh, the difference between the annual net price versus what uh, the tuition schools are advertising.
0: And I'd love to get into that, actually. I'm speaking with freelance journalist Sean Keenan. He's been researching the levels of student debt here in Georgia and the cost of higher education in the state. And as he mentioned, reported for Atlanta Magazine about the gap between tuition and fees and the actual net price. What goes into calculating net price?
1: Okay, so net price is uh, tuition fees, which includes, you know, everything from uh, sometimes schools require you to pay for their athletics department or, you know, the the fitness facilities or the library, things of that nature. It's also room and board and books, and it's all that tallied up and subtracting financial aid, which is scholarships and grants.
0: Okay. So you looked at the gap between sticker price and net cost for 10 major schools in Georgia. What were some of the major takeaways?
1: Um, Well, what we saw was uh, some pretty stark disparities. Take uh, Agnes Scott, for example. Agnes Scott has a sticker price. We're talking 2017, 2018 tuition and fees of a bit over $39,000. Now, the annual net price, which was calculated by uh, an online database called College Factual, which takes its numbers from the U.S. Department of Education, they clocked the annual net price at $29,000.
0: Yeah, so keep going. What's the difference there?
1: So what's interesting about that is that uh, schools like Agnes Scott, um, private schools specifically, provide much higher uh, percentage of their student body, their incoming freshmen, with uh, scholarships. Agnes Scott actually rewards every incoming freshman with a scholarship, and those uh, those scholarships are averaging $24,228.
0: So among the schools you looked at, which schools had the widest gap between that sticker price and then the actual net cost?
1: Uh, So the widest gap was, uh, interestingly enough, Kennesaw State University. Which has a sticker price? Uh, we're talking tuition and fees of six thousand three hundred and forty-seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Once you factor in how much it costs to live, to eat, to to just uh, you know survive at, at college, uh, we're talking about spending twenty five thousand four hundred and fifty-three dollars a year.
0: So the difference there about sixteen thousand odd dollars. How uh, about nineteen
1: thousand? Actually, sorry,
0: thank you. Yeah, I should never do math on the air. I was warned <laughs> that a long time ago. How about the smallest gap?
1: Um. Let's see. It looks like the smallest gap we're looking at uh, is at Emory University, um, which, you know, their their average tuition price 2017 to 18 was a bit over forty nine thousand. And their annual net price after scholarships was a bit over forty eight thousand dollars.
0: So the difference, the tuition price, in essence, is a markup. I mean, what's the what's the strategy plan there?
1: Uh, Well, I think it it boils down to a matter of transparency. You can't. You know, you can't advertise tuition and then just bring uh, the scholarships and grants that students are liable to get into that number.
0: Right. OK, so scholarships and grants are something that is almost a given in many of these institutions. How about which school had the highest average student loan debt?
1: Uh, I believe that was actually Georgia Tech. Let me just uh, double check my numbers here. Yeah, that was Georgia Tech students typically leave school with thirty three thousand four hundred and seventy six dollars in student loan debt.
0: All right. So you originally started your research after the Morehouse gift. That's right. What was it that stirred for you and what were you trying to get to?
1: So this this story uh, definitely had uh, quite a few tentacles, if you will. Uh, it, it evolved uh, a lot from what it initially was, which was supposed to be a look at how other institutions could replicate um, Mr. Smith's gift, and and we reached out to other institutions to find out what their most recent graduating classes uh, were carrying as far as student loan debt goes. For uh, at Georgia State University, for instance, of the twenty five, or excuse me, twenty four hundred and fifty five seniors graduating, each one had about nineteen thousand dollars in student loan debt. So to pay off that entire class's student loan debt, it could cost forty seven million dollars. Wow. And, and we saw similar numbers at, at Georgia Tech. Uh, they, they graduated 948 students. And like we've been discussing, Georgia Tech has the highest amount of student loan debt. Uh, that would cost about $31 million. Even Agnes Scott, which is a tiny school, it would cost $3.5 million to pay off their entire graduating class's student loan debt.
0: So uh, how easy is it to get a student loan?
1: I would say it's... Uh, It's a lot easier than perhaps it should be. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of students don't understand what they're signing up for and, uh, you know, especially I graduated three years ago and I'm only now starting to get a grasp of what student loans are and and how they operate. And I think there's this stark disparity or at least this uh, sense of confusion about what student loans are versus what financial aid is.
0: Well, okay, so help us distinguish that.
1: Okay, so, um, This is a matter of confusion that I think comes from a lot of schools and how they advertise their their sticker price. Um, But contrary to popular belief, student loans are not financial aid. Uh, Financial aid is scholarships and grants, which are essentially discounts. We're talking coupons, more or less. But, uh, you know, these are usually merit-based. And I talked to Bill Phelan. He's the CEO of College Factual. And if I may quote him here to kind of lay out the difference between financial aid and student loans, he said... Student loans have never been financial aid. Calling loans financial aid is something schools often get away with. But if I were a car dealer selling a car and treated it like a car loan, you treated a car loan as financial aid, you'd probably go to prison or at least a Consumer Financial Protection Bureau would be chasing after you.
0: Wow, that's a pretty heavy indictment. Sure. Well, okay. so we normally think of student loan debt as good debt, right? You know, it's like a mortgage, getting a mortgage on a house like you have good debt. This is something that you're going to pay off for X amount of time for the rest of your life, probably for a mortgage. But th- so, how are we thinking of student loan debt in a way that perhaps perpetuates that system that Phelan is
1: talking about? Uh, well, what Phelan told me is that a lot of students, you know, especially incoming freshmen who don't have uh, you know high school courses that educate them about how all this works, they just see student loans as uh, cheap or free money. They see it as the discount. They see it as financial aid. And so, you know, you could go four years of college essentially forget that you've, you know, taken on student loans. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're six months after graduation. Ideally, you have a job, but then all of a sudden you start accruing interest.
0: So how are you looking, how would you advise parents, you know, if they're looking at the sticker price of a college and the net price, what kind of research do they need to do to figure out what is the real cost?
1: Um, Difficult to say. uh, Rather than advise parents, I'd I'd like to essentially nudge a educational institutions especially at the uh, you know high school level to really walk students through what they're signing up for i mean this is like these numbers we're talking about 60 billion dollars almost in georgia uh you know this is this is not uh you know, just a drop in the bucket. This is some very severe money and uh, some very severe debt that students are taking on.
0: Sixty billion or sixty million?
1: Excuse me, sixty billion. Okay. Or fifty-eight point seven billion.
0: Okay, just checking. Atlanta journalist Sean Keenan, thank you so much for talking with us. Thanks for having me. Well, it's really stirred up quite a conversation that you can join on our Facebook group, GPB Radios on Second Thought. Christopher Rayleigh did. We've been featuring authors who will be at the Decatur Book Festival, and he asked us to re-air our conversation with Samantha. Allen, author of Real Queer America, LGBT Stories from Red States. Well, you're in luck. We plan to air it next week. You can leave us your comments on our Facebook page. We've been featuring a number of authors from the Decatur Book Festival, and we'll be continuing to, what do you think? Do you like to hear about authors talking about their books? Does it keep you interested in going to the festival? We'd love to hear what you think. Let us know on your, our Facebook page. Again, we're at, our, at GPB Radios on Second Thought. You can also reach us on Twitter where we're at OST Talk. You can email us on Second Thought at gpb.org or leave us a message at 404-500-9457. Coming up, we're going to cross state lines and hear how qualifying students stand to receive free college tuition in Tennessee. I'm Virginia Prescott. Stay with us for more of On Second Thought.